to Radio 1 Chicago right here on 88.7 FM WLUW. I'm Weekend Gabe, and that was from our in-studio guest, the Martin Van Ruen Band. Uh, they off the new album that's coming out next month, Current Day. That one was, uh, was that? That was White Noise, right? No, it's called Enzo the Flying Enzo, Man. Enzo, that's right, the Flying Man. <laughs> Is that after the uh, the wrestler? 
no, I don't know who that is. Anyways, uh, I'm happy you guys could be in here. Derek and Pete from the Martin Graham Bruins Band. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming in. Thank you for having us. You guys, this is your uh, follow-up release to your guys' critically acclaimed album that came out a couple years ago, like Jessica Hopper from The Reader and widely known around Chicago. She guys gave you huge accolades for, for the record. Uh, how, how do you follow that up? Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> we just sort of kept writing in the meantime here and there. It's been a long time since then, so that came out in like 2014. Yeah, so we had a lot of time to get our uh, thoughts together to put together this uh, very disappointing release called uh, Current Day. <laughs> <Disappointing>. <laughs> I mean, Every Man the King, like, uh, like four years ago, that's like a huge time difference between releasing yeah. records, right? Because, I mean, so much has happened culturally, socially. The the dynamic of music has even shifted to the way that we listen to music and how long records are. I mean, how, how did, I guess, did any of that come into consideration of how you guys were going to plan and build this project and some of the, the environment that we were, were in now versus four years ago? Well, yeah, for sure. So it was a, it was a different world in 2014. Oh, absolutely. And uh, what we did with the last album, because we're sort of a collective of seven people, yeah. um, is you know played some festivals, played some shows, and then we kind of went into hiding, which is to say that I think between the seven-piece band, I think we had five <laughs> kids between us. Um, <laughs> I stay busy. And so we, on the side, music is just some, something that sort of always uh, comes out of us, and we're just constantly writing, and we get together so often and write yeah. songs. So um, not all of this was written neatly in the last year a lot of it was sort of put together over the last couple years. Um, right. And it definitely comes out of uh, sort of, you know, the evolving times that we live in. Is it because there's like so many members that are part of the band that, you know, you kind of have to like, and I've, I've done this in some capacity as too, working with a number of people, you kind of have to work within a schedule to only work on, you know, to get everyone together at the same time. So like, would you have preferred this project to come out a lot earlier, but because of the circumstances, it came out when it was ready to come out. Yeah, something that felt good about it all is we never felt any pressure. It was just about yeah. making sure that it felt right every time that we went into the music sure. space together. So yeah, yeah. Uh, we all get together at our space in the music garage every so often, write a song here or there. If it feels good, then we'd yeah. like tighten it up. And if not, we throw it out. And it, it was just sort of a process of evolution with us. What was the, the success of the, the last album and getting some of those great write-ups and the publicity behind the project? What did that mean to the band? Was that sort of a... Uh, you know, uh, verifying that you guys are on the right track and you guys are doing, so you're meeting your purpose, so to speak, as uh, as artists and you guys are delivering the way that you guys want to do it. Um, I think whether, depending on how things have shaken out or not, um, this band has always been about just kind of playing and having fun. Sure. Mm-hmm. As cliche as it sounds to say. And so everybody's got families or real jobs, you yeah. know, quote, unquote. <laughs> so, well, this um, is a real job? Let me yeah. Know. Uh, but it's, it's, just, it's been a natural thing. So yeah. to get some good reviews and good press on the last release, that just that was just kind of like icing on the cake. Like we were going to put it out and do whatever we do. Yeah. Um, and I think for this record, too, um, I don't think any of us were in the same room all together once during the recording process. It just how it had to happen. Yeah. yeah. So anything that comes beyond that, again, is just yeah. it's just nice. How, how do you feel like you guys have, each of you have grown since the last record, either, you know, musically or just sort of like, as you mentioned, like some of the the, the members have had gone on and started families. Yeah. Like, how, how do you sort of like think of those four years in the last album and, you know, getting up to this point? Uh, for me personally, so like since I was a kid, I've always just been doing singer songwritery stuff. So just right. like staying up late at night and writing a bunch of songs about my feelings and stuff like that. That works. Um, so... What was nice about this period was 
I guess just feeling like it needed to uh, try out different voices. So I, I wanted to take a break from uh, writing those kinds of things and start trying out more storytelling from third person or sure. from other people's perspectives. So yeah. that's what you see a lot on this is uh, a lot more kind of narrative pulled together from other perspectives. And I think that's uh, from a songwriting perspective, what pulled it together. Yeah. What about you, P? How do you feel like the last four years you've grown or you know, musically, professionally, personally? Yeah, I think um, as far as like sonically for the band, um, we worked with our friend uh, Mike Lust, who we share a space with. Um, and he's a really awesome um, engineer and producer. He's been around uh, Chicago for a long time. Um, but I think the the... He didn't have any rules for when we were like starting to put th- things together, but he just said, we're going to lay down every idea you guys have with every instrument you guys have. And that can be some of the challenge when you have seven people, because just because you have somebody on this instrument doesn't mean they necessarily need to play right. the entire song. Sure. And I think from the time where we put out the uh, Every Man a King, which was, you know, bands like, <clears throat> uh, you know, I think Arcade Fire is probably still huge, but at the time it was like, the big band, kind of like the Americana, like right, the folk sounds. revival, yeah. you know, um, was like going on. And I think this time um, we weren't really tuned into any of that and yeah. not really paying attention to anything really. And, <laughs> uh, and much less each other, you know, like I don't really know what anybody else is doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was fun because we'd just be like, well, this, you know, traditionally, like we might not do something because we weren't sure how to pull it off live or whatever. Sure, whereas sure. this was really whole thing was built in in our practice space and then recorded in our practice space and then um sort of that like no rules applied to yeah. it. like hey if like a synthesizer is going to drive this song totally like we'll just do that because that's going to sound cool for the song and not necessarily like oh how are we going to do this at a show yeah exactly i i find that interesting because like you guys like because you guys are in your own world, so you're probably not even paying attention to like what everyone else is doing. But you might actually be following a little bit of like what the what the some what the popular and I would say commercial music is. But you guys are on that same road, but you just found yourself there, you know, sort of inadvertently. Yeah, it, is that frustrating? Because you're like, I, I, I thought we were here alone, you know. And then you see like other bands are like, oh yeah. No, it's kind of nice just to like put together art for the sake of putting together art yeah, and kind of ha- having some blinders on as to mm-hmm. like what's cool or what's yeah. now or whatever. That said, because we uh, like I listen to a lot of uh, old folk music and a lot of traditional music and a lot of even like honky tonk and things like that. I do think music should be evolving as much as possible. So uh, definitely from like a musical perspective, we, it should feel of the age, even if it's sort of playing on uh old concepts yeah do you feel like you need to like push music forward but also still you know connect to what's previously been done sort of fuse that into sort of a modern sound if that's even possible um with us particularly i i I wasn't really thinking about what the last album was i don't know if any of us really were it was just about like getting in getting together that basic concept for a song and just trying to do what was right for the song Yeah, like exactly like how do you guys take the sound that you guys did on the last album and then i want to say remove yourself from it but then try to reinvent yourself again and do it you know successfully yeah, I think Derek is really good at, and whether he realizes it or not, like kind of bringing it all back in. Um, and, you know, from a perspective, like his being that, like, it's his songs, it's his words. Um, you know, you can take everything away and he can play that with just a guitar and his voice. Yeah. Um, he's really good at, you know, letting kind of people go off and kind of take it to a different place. And then also to reining it back in to be like, okay, cool. Well, like, it's still a song at its core. 
Um, right. So, so yeah, like I got a lot of synthesizer tracks cut. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot in there, but I also got a lot cut. <laughs> so, but it, it all starts uh, from Derek, and then it sort of just built its way out. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's what was interesting. I think <laughs> he's kind of just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, Maybe, in, in yeah. this process too, you know, uh, just because um, there are is a room full of really great musicians and it's an exercise and uh maybe the first couple um uh, records that we did together and you know first kind of trimester of the band i guess uh figuring out when like what to play and sure. uh this this is kind of a little bit more exercise and um when not to play I'd right say. exactly we're talking with members from the martin martin van ruin band about their latest album current day it's due out on august 17th let's get to uh, another record what do you want to hear uh, I think you said Julie, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, synthesizer. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get cut. The synthesizer heavy. <laughs> well, let's get to Julie. Then we'll be back right here on 88.7 FM's Radio 1 Chicago.
Hey, welcome back to 88.7 FM, Radio 1 Chicago on Weekend Gabe. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Radio 1 Chicago. Derek Nelson and Pete from the Martin Van Ruin Band is here live with us to talk about their new album, Current Day. That was Julie off the new album, coming out August 17th. Are you guys counting down the days? Are you really excited about when to get this baby out? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's been just like our little secret. Like uh, Pete said, we've been working on it for like over a year here and there. And uh, so it's just it's kind of nice just to have everybody be able to hear it. It's just that simple. Oh, okay. It's over there. Uh, so <laughs> so. Touchdown. So touchdown, Ollie. There you go. Hi, welcome to Dad Club. <laughs> uh, the, the, what the, the, the current day, like, what is there? There's a symbolic meaning behind the title itself? Uh, yeah, a little bit. So... When that song came together, it was just sort of like an acoustic simple song. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about how songs come together, uh, sometimes we write them all together as a as a full band. We just get in a space and just start playing some melody or riff yeah. or whatever. Um, and then sometimes they'll like write a little acoustic ditty, and sure. uh, we'll build on it from there. And that was when we were actually in the middle of recording. And at the end, I just said, "Hey, I just wrote a demo basically yesterday, and uh, I want to lay it down." And so I recorded it with uh, Mike Lust, who recorded it and mixed and kind of helped us put together the album. And then I had a solo show to play, so I just left and uh, gave the track essentially to to Pete, and Pete was still there. And for the next couple hours, without like any like even direction or us us like even like sitting down and like talking over the chords, I just left and Pete just put together everything else. Um, so that was a very sort of like current thing and the song's called Current Day yeah. and uh, it's really around one of the first lines which is uh, the current of the current day um, sort of about being worried that the current of the current day might be pulling you under which is how I think a lot of people might mm. feel um, today so it's sort of around that concept oh yeah for sure I mean especially now like sort of in this uh, space where we're talking more about mental health and you know people feeling overwhelmed the record itself seems to have that little bit of that meaning, or at least embedded into it. Yeah. Uh, so, it, it have is, is it more of your story? Because I know you said you're more third person, so you're more just telling the story of this person or persons who are you know trying to manage through difficult circumstances through music. Yeah, it's more observational. I don't I don't find my personal story terribly interesting, especially <laughs> especially like right now with the times we're living in. Right. So like I think the next song that you said you're going to play is called White Noise yep. and that's a lot about you know, living in an age where you get texts and messages Definitely. and emails and all that kind of stuff and it's about trying to find your voice when you're just inundated with noise. Yeah. And 
it's a little bit about how I feel like a lot of great artists um, sort of step out of that, actually. So if you think about, like, you never see Beyonce sending out tweets herself because <laughs> she's working on something better, you know what I mean? Right. And I think there is something to that of, like, stepping out of that, like, constant inundation bubble, of, yeah. like, just crap that gets thrown all of our ways. That's yeah. where a lot of, like, deep, good thought comes from. And sure. So that's what that first song is, White Noise. Are you guys invested in social media? I think you guys don't have like a. I think you have like a Facebook, but you guys aren't like on social, like uh, Twitter, Instagram, right? We're not very good at the that part of. Is being it probably a better band. though? Like, is it? It's probably better not to be like. If, if, for people who aren't invested into it, do you kind of feel like you see the world a little bit differently? I don't know. I can answer that, which is yeah, the times where I feel like the most inspiration are the times when I spend a weekend just reading books and turning off, right? Yeah. And that's where, like, like actual clear thinking comes out of, sure. whereas if we're just constantly um, having to respond to this or that or dealing yeah. with that news story or whatever, it's really hard to just, like, have a foundation for, like, real thinking. So, sure. Um, I don't know. I, maybe us not having a good social media presence is just laziness, and now I'm going, <laughs> going back and justifying it. But it really goes back to Pete's point, which is just like we're we're only doing this because we like playing music right. and we're writing songs for us. And if anybody else likes it, great. But if if they don't, we're cool with that too. Well, Pete, how how would you describe this experience ver- uh, versus that being in another band? I know you guys. I, what you guys are saying is like <laughs> you really enjoy it. It's not to say that what you do other on other areas aren't, isn't enjoyable. But like, what separates this from other experiences? I think that um, you know we've kind of grown over time and as people lives change and priorities change and you know like starting families and all that stuff um you know there was definitely when we first started playing um we realized that we had a band which was probably 2009 maybe 2000 yeah probably around then we did a ep with our friend uh neil strauk and he's done a bunch of great stuff for uh you know joan of arc and bonnie prince billy and stuff like that and um i don't think we ever had these like ideals or, or, or like goals to like make it. I think the biggest goal Derek ever had, you know, written down was just to like play a couple good Chicago festivals, like street festivals or whatever, <laughs> just for to have fun, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah, exposure. Yeah. But um, um, I was a lot worse back then, uh, just to be in a band with and like just you know, the amount of work it takes to make music your profession, um takes a lot of the fun out of it i think and that's what i've learned over the years right. you know, and i work in some music too so i kind of see that firsthand um but as compared to other stuff going on and um i just think as as life kind of gets in the way and you know families and kids and jobs and all that stuff it's like right i you know i still try to play music all the time almost every day and whether that's like picking up a guitar for two seconds before i walk out of the house just to kind of like center myself you sure, know like sure. some people exercise or do whatever you know but uh <laughs> That's, um not yeah me. some people exercise <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah it's it's just it's just for fun and but the flip side of it is is because it's just for fun it's like when we have an extended break or we don't you know it's a it's a band of friends too you know bec- right. some of us were friends before we were in the band some of us became friends because we were in the band sure um that you miss that because it's camaraderie and you know it's a release and you know um sort of getting to play fantasy for a night to go drink beer with your friends and play music and not like 
if whatever's going to happen doesn't really affect you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's not like uh, when, when you guys get back, you'll get return back home, and like they're like, "Would you guys think get anything done today?" <laughs> <laughs> well, we both came from work, so I hope we got <laughs> something done. Uh, we're still working on the song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll yeah. come out when it's ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that hard for like family to understand? Because like it's not. It's like it's a process. You know, it's not like it's not instantaneous. You know, completion. You know, is that is that difficult for sometimes uh, family and friends to really understand? I don't know. Yeah, for our families, I feel like it's so baked into who we are that uh, it's it's part of the deal that yeah. that we signed up with and they signed up with. Right, right. So to try to like steer us a, away from something that we've been doing since we were kids sure. and almost like physically need to do, right. mm-hmm. they w- they wouldn't be our families if they didn't want to do that kind of thing. Exactly. And we're worse people when we don't. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad to see you guys are at your best right now. So, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be determined. To be uh, determined. I'll take you. We I, set I, the bar I'll low. Take that, Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Gabe said I was at my best. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's a dad thing, you know. I, I recognize that we're not always going to be at our best, but we try. <laughs> uh, Derek Nelson and Pete uh, from the Martin Van Ruin Band join us here on 88.7 FM WLUW. You guys got the. Um, the album release that's coming up at, at the Fitzgerald on August 17th, right? Yep. Yeah. So uh, that's at 830. Uh, we put the link up on Radio 1 Chicago. You can go out there and uh, buy tickets early, a month in advance. So make sure you get on the calendar and go out and support. Yeah. Uh, and then where can people get the album when uh, August 17th drops? You guys doing physicals or just uh, digital stream? All digital. There you go. Get it now at martinvanruin.com. <laughs> Um, you can't get it now, but I think you can, <laughs> you can sign up for it or something like that. But yeah. <laughs> get like com. Get, get the email alert when it is out, though. Yes, please. Exactly. Oh. Um, let's get to another song off White Noise. The, uh, White Noise. Off uh, Current Day, titled White Noise. Uh, August 17th is the, the date that you want to circle on your calendar. Derek, <laughs> Pete, thank you guys so much for coming in with us. Thank you for having us, Gabe. Yeah, thanks so much. All right, we'll be back. We're going to have Biko at 730. A lot more Radio 1 Chicago coming at you, so stick around. Yep.
This Radio 1 Chicago podcast was produced by Weekend Gabe, Tony, Alex, and Hex.